You found your way back to Making Sense of Pets, the podcast. We're your hosts, veterinary technicians Angela Ilya. Ugh, and me, Becky Mosser. That hole where Ryan usually There's talks is so sad. We just want to hear that voice that, that Ryan, and I'm Ryan Frazier. I know. Um, <laughs> we promised a return for Ryan, and we lied. He is not up for it. He's alive, um, though. Which yep, is good. he's still he's still checking in, and he is getting better. Um, but he is he is a COVID victim at the moment, and we're we're giving him his sick days a plenty. But instead, today we are really excited to welcome Michael Leung, who is a co-founder of Sleepy Pod. And Sleepy Pod is if you don't first of all know what Sleepy Pod is, pull your car over, uh, pull out your phone, and Google just it. Google it. Google it, and it immediately Get your pull credit the card ready. <laughs> take all your money and give it to them because this is an entire product line of pet restraint from car to leash to collars and harnesses but it's not just pet restraint because what we know well i'm gonna get off on a tangent let me first just say welcome michael thank you very much glad to be here <laughs> i'm excited to have you as you can tell because i'm carrying on Start with you get to talk. Tell us your background and how you ended up at Sleepy Pod, and then we'll jump into what all amazingness you have going on over there. Yes, so I'm a product designer by trade, and many years ago we adopted a kitty named Rao Rao. And we, like my um, girlfriend and I at the time, we planned to travel with her um, to many places. Like, I think it was like five to ten trips I don't remember exactly how many but it was a lot of trips back to back so we said oh, okay we better get a product that can allow us to travel with her she can be in the car can be an airplane be safely buckled in be in the hotel and after searching um, for a couple of weeks we couldn't find anything so we just had to cobble something together to allow us to travel with, with her safely and it worked out so well um we decided to just, um, like Melanie's the other co-founder, um, so she's a graphic designer, and I'm a product designer, so we said, we'll just design something, since it works <laughs> out so well, and um, like Rao Rao was the best travel kitty, like most of us think that kitties don't travel really well, but she was the, the best travel kitty, she was very calm, relaxed, and she loved going out with us, and um, it took us a while to actually develop the um, the first product, which is the Sleepy Pod, the round carrier. Um, but about after a year and a half of um, designing and tweaking, then um, we introduced the product to the market. And a lot of people with dogs and cats uh, love tr- both traveling and also using it at home. I was uh, astounded at how different the product looked. So I think it makes sense to me when you say that, you know, you were a product designer and, and you didn't come from the veterinary side of things because I think we get trapped inside that box. So the Sleepy Pod was the original product that you guys started with and it's round. So how did you yes. end up with a round carrier? Because like that's oh, yes. definitely a round peg in a square <laughs> hole. Yeah. Yes. 
Well, we, we notice when dogs and cats are nervous or scared and they back themselves up to a corner and then they get even more terrified and scared. Mm-hmm. So it seems like the round shape kind of alleviates that anxiety and that um, worked out really well. We tested it and uh, both cats and dogs just love to be um, inside of it, even though if they're scared because they, they feel like that's kind of their safety zone. And the round bed, you now, for people who don't know about the carrier, when you open it up, you can use it in your home every day as a bed, right? So that you can. Yes. Um, and I just think as a technician who works in the emergency room where pets are usually not feeling well and they're kind of thrown in their carrier in a rush and ran to the doctor because they're having an emergency. Um, it's so cool to see them just like hanging out in their little bed. Like this is their bed from home. So that in itself is like kind of ingenious that you would take a space already used for comfort and relaxation in your home just zip up the top of that bad boy and it becomes like a completely safe way to transport your pet in comfort and of course style which is my favorite part of the city pod (laughs) yeah we designed it so that you can use it as like an open cup style bed Mm -hmm. and um, at the same time you can zip the dome on and leave it propped open for the cats and dogs that like to have a little yeah just yeah exactly just something that they can hide behind and they they feel like there's still a barrier between um, themselves and something scary outside of the (laughs) sleepy pot area (laughs) one of my cats the world yeah my cat my my pre previously feral kitty is like that she always needs like a little hidey hole where she's sure no one can see her uh, and, and, and you guys are aligned with Fear Free, and that is part of the Fear Free recommendation as well, right? Is keeping that carrier in the house so it actually smells like home. And that's part of the reduction of stress in the whole process of going and visiting the veterinarian in the first place. So I, what came first, the chicken or the egg? Did you guys design this product to be something that could be used at home? Like, with your backstory of like, hey, we we started it as a carrier. Did it later come in that you were like, let's keep this in the house, or did you think let's get something that's so comfortable they could want to lay in it all the time? Well, when we first designed the product for our own needs, we needed something that can travel in the car, plus um, be- have it become a bed, oh, some, sure. a sleeping area in the hotels that we were tr- you know traveling to. <sighs> So, so um, at that time, we didn't think about um, vets using it to examine the pet mm-hmm. inside the, <laughs> right. their own bed. Um, but we um, decided we want something that's comfortable, that's easy to um, commute with. Like, so no matter where our pets go with us, they're at the comfort. They feel like they're in the comfort of their own little home, which is inside the sleepy pod. So um, even though. Uh, we're in a car or an hotel. Um, we feel that the pets that have acclimated to the sleepy pod, they don't really have the anxiety when they go out. Yeah. And that works out really well. I mean, I mean, that makes total sense in hindsight. I wouldn't even have thought about that. But you, you stated it's like for your purpose. It was an all-around fit. Um, so 
I I guess first thing I want to start with is the car safety aspect because I'm definitely interested in how your product line just started to develop really quickly. I mean, you guys have really expanded over the last couple of years, but I think the underlying most important thing to me is that you guys really take car safety seriously. And what I find to be super disturbing is you can walk into a pet product store and the majority of the products in the store are like just random products with no safety guarantees, with no research, with no like regulation. You can mostly label them whatever you want. And this goes for pet safety harnesses and seatbelts as well. So you could easily buy a product that says pet seatbelt that has zero testing, zero safety, and just it honestly could be dangerous for you and your pet because of a false sense of security. So walk me through how you guys came to really respecting and enhancing the safety aspect. Yes. So when it came to the, uh, the testing in um, the cars, we decided to adapt a known testing, which was um, testing for child safety seats. We thought that that was the most um, similar to our carriers at that time. Um, and um, so we adopted the, um, they call it the FMVSS213, which is the Department of Transportation's um, safety test for baby seats. And um, mm-hmm. because the, for pet products, they don't have any regulations. So, so scary. yeah, yeah. yeah they, they don't think about um, anything beyond the human safety. Um, so we treat our pets as if they're our own little kids, you know, our babies. Mm-hmm. So we, we, if there is an accident, we want to make sure that they are safe. So that's why we actually spent the time to make our crash test dogs. We um, d- did our research and development inside. We tensile test all the materials. And then when we feel that it's um, ready to test, then we would um, fly to the East Coast to um the Detroit area to test the products and testing is actually part of our R&D so many times the products would not perform as we expect but we do learn valuable uh, data every time we test the products and then we take that back to our um, studio and we would have meetings and then um, discuss how to improve it further and we would keep testing and redesigning until we feel that the product um, meets our standard. And um, one of our standard is, uh, the main standard is to keep the pet within the seat safe inside of the carrier. Um, And now we have harnesses as well, but at at that time it was just keeping them safe within the carrier. And um, it took a few times and um, a lot of um, energy to have the finished products perform as we uh, wanted to. But um, we're happy to um, have come up with the techniques to keep the um, the pets safe. And I think so far we have over 50 uh, customers that have wrecked, um, like totaled their cars and um, sent us pictures of their, their cars and their pets and then um, so far, knock on wood, all the pets that were using our products uh, were unharmed and they're s- safe from the um, accidents. Gosh, I, 
Okay, okay. I want to not gloss over something that you <laughs> you just said because somebody called Detroit. So what did you do? Did you call like you call like Ford Motor Company, and you're like, "Hi, we want to put some dogs in your cars <laughs> when you crash them." Like, how did? What was the strategy, and how was that received when you were like, "Since you're already crashing cars, could we possibly put our pets in them?" <laughs> Yeah, actually, they they have, you've probably seen all the uh, human mannequins, right? The, the human mm-hmm. dummy, crash test dummies. So at that time, because pet products were not regulated, they, don't, they didn't have um, crash test dogs. So that's why we have to develop our own dogs. And then we um, talked to a, a few different um, companies to see who um, is willing to um, test pet products rather than um, human products only. So uh, we were able to find a couple of facilities that um, are accredited by the um, the National Highway Safety. And um, yeah, it, it's, it was really interesting because <laughs> the, yeah, people thought, what, you want to test pet products? But I think, um, yeah, we were the first to do it, but we yeah. had to pr- provide our That's own awesome. um, crash test dogs. Yeah, like I could just see the linemen, you know, as you're like loading these dogs into the car. You're like, all right, whatever you want to do, buddy. But it is actually, I mean, like it's science, it's important, and it makes, uh, you know, that's like prove if you have a pet restraint system that does not have that testing, then you, you have the wrong restraint system. And to be fair, I will also say you can watch the videos as well of the crash testing, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. It is not for the faint of heart. <laughs> That's true, because when we were testing, we just, the first time when we were there, we just didn't realize a 30 mile per hour crash test, like the, the amount of force that's applied onto yeah. the carrier and the pet. It's amazing. It's, it's hard to um, imagine that only 30, people think only 30 miles an hour yeah, it's, it's nothing, right? It's a fender yeah. bender or something, right? Yeah. You're not going to total your vehicle at that point, but you will. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. then the, I, what we learned was that it's 30 miles per hour to zero. Yeah. So yeah. It's, like, it's like someone hitting a wall compared yeah. to like two cars um, hitting each other and bouncing off of each other. So it's, it's um, a very solid hit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's intense to watch. I've seen it. Um, and the idea that, like, I mean, it, um, it brings tears to my eyes to even think about my pets, like, going through that physically, but even worse, becoming a projectile. And I think that's what we don't even think about. Like, without that safety restraint, even at 30 miles an hour, you now have, like, this projectile in your car that can, it could literally be deadly. That's a really good point. Um, when we were calculating the forces like a 75 pound dog i think it was like it generates over 2000 pounds of oh force at 30 miles per hour <laughs> in an in- accident so, so you might as well be getting hit by the car yes <laughs> yeah if if a loose object generating that much force contacts a human yeah it, it wouldn't be a, a good thing 
Yeah, it's yeah. so scary to think about. <laughs> now you're tiny chihuahuas in the backseat. <laughs> yeah, my, mine are, I'm lucky, mine are just going to float uh, in the accident because my dogs weigh three pounds each. So oh, yeah. even even all together in the sleepy pot, I don't think they'd knock me unconscious if it got loose. But uh, I was just thinking about how, you know, what goes in the backseat with your dog, right? Like your kids, if you're a parent you know these are like things that you people don't think about at all and i think that you know i just kind of scared my friend into looking at your products because she's like a nervous uh dog mom and she has like a small dog who she just would like put in uh you know like a typical kind of soft-sided airline carrier but leave it on her front seat as she's driving into work Mm. for like two hours from upstate new york you know and i said susan have you ever thought about what would happen, you know, God forbid, if you got, you know, even rear-ended, like something that's not your fault. You know, we all trust ourselves, but we forget there's thousands of other people on the road that you have no yeah. idea, like, how their driving is is going to be. So, you know, and she's just like, oh, my God, like, I never thought, uh, I never thought about that. I said, or if your airbag goes off and little Sophie is in the front seat, and you know what I mean? Like, these are all uh, things that people don't think about, right? Because we're comfortable with ourselves. We know that we're safe. Yeah. We know that we're driving. You know, she's probably the type of mom who drives five miles under the speed limit when Sophie's, <laughs> when her dog is in the car. But, you know, that doesn't speak for everyone. And, of course, even at, like you said, at 30 miles an hour, you know, in New York City, our speed limit citywide is 25 miles an hour because of the research that shows when you hit uh, people and pedestrians and things like that, you know, you become fatal at 35 miles or 30 miles an hour. But, you know, at 25, yeah. it exponentially increases your chances of survival. So even at 25 miles an hour, you know, we see these dogs get expelled from the vehicles. We see, you know, yeah. I work in ER. We see terrible or just even escape the car. And then a poor thing gets hit by another car, mm, you know, yes, in traffic because yes. they're looky looing at the accident and then bam, Fluffy's under the wheel. So mm-hmm. it's like, it's a, such a, there, it's such a, it, you know, accidents and cars and travel, it's such a huge complex beast, right? That we don't tend to think about because we're like, we're going on family vacay, get in the car, you know, this is going to be great. And, and until it's not, you know, then we have a yeah. problem. So I just love your products for this exact reason, because it's so important. The escape point that you make is is super important. I I live kind of off the I-95 corridor, Mm. and it is so frequent. You see, like, Facebook posts and city posts for, like, lost dogs because somebody was broke down on the side of the road. Their car got rear-ended. The dog spooked and ran. The other thing is, is if you're in an accident, like, let me tell you something. If you're in a car accident with me and my dog... My dog is not going to let you to me. You know, she's going to have to be restrained in the background. Because if she's scared and you're trying, there's lights and sirens and I'm hurt. Yeah. Right. My dog is not going to let you in, stranger face. You know what I mean? In the the scary gear. So, um, and a lot of people don't know, but emergency personnel have the right to destroy an animal that inhibits the ability to rescue a human. And the idea that my pet would ever be destroyed because she was trying to help me would be absolutely heartbreaking. So, I mean, like, I know we're on a soapbox here about if a car safety, I think, is super underrated. So, to that point, you guys took it to the next level. So, after you make this amazing kitty sleeping, kitty and small dog-based round sleepy pod that we all were like, what is this amazingness? What came next? 
So the next product that we uh, worked on was the uh, Sleepy Pot Air. And um, I don't know if you've seen it. It's the carrier that's pretty long, but the yeah. ends fold up. And um, like Rao Rao, our kitty, she traveled with us on an airplane too. So we tested all the different available products and we were not happy with it. Either it wouldn't fit under the seat or it would be, if it fits under the seat, it would be so small that she was so cramped in there. So we decided to design something that would meet the requirements uh, for takeoff and landing to fit under the seat. But for the um, duration of the flight while you're in the air, the ends flop down so your pet has um, 23 inches of space inside, Ooh. which is kind of unheard of. So it's like yeah. a lot of leg room. And, um, yeah, that, that product worked, worked out really well and, um, for us. And then also we hear a lot of um, people traveling with their um, dogs and cats in the air successfully and very comfortably. Um, we also, all, all of our carriers that we saw, we crashed at. So we have the Air and then we have the Atom, which is a smaller version of the Air. But we um, decided to um, just crash test um, and design all of our carriers to be um, safe to be used in cars. And um, after our carriers, um, a lot of the pet owners with medium size to big dogs asked, hey, what about us? We want to buckle in our pets. So that was the second phase, is um, transitioning to um, testing harnesses. And um, so we just bought a bunch of harnesses that were out in the marketplace. Um, some of them um, claim safety to be used as a car seatbelt in the car. So it's okay, let's, let's test it. Um, we designed a new crash test dog. We named him Duke. That's a bigger uh, 75-pound dog. And um, so we, we tested the um, products that were so-called safe. And our jaws just dropped. We're like, oh my goodness, this is like, it, it's probably worse to use some of these products than to just yeah. have the dog loose in the car it. because, yeah. yeah, because some of the buckles would break and then the uh, harness end up being a, um, a noose. Yeah. So it would just, oh. and then in the test, it just like snapped the oh. dog's neck. neck. Oh, so it just, Lord. yeah. Oh, um, no. Because the, <laughs> we found out that they actually probably, yeah, never even tested Tested. these products they just made the products theory at that point yeah Yeah. so um it took us about a year and a a quarter yeah about yeah about a year and a quarter to um design the harness that would work we took about i think nine tries before we were able to um create a design that performs as um we um consider to be safe so, um, wow. and then at this, I think right after we finished designing, um, I don't know if you, do you, do you know the company, um, or the organization called center for pet safety? Yeah. Okay. So, um, they contacted us, um, because they heard that we were designing a crash tested, um, car harness. And then we submitted our, um, new design to the center for pet, pet safety. And we were part of, uh, the study. So they tested many different products and we're the only product that would actually keep the dog in the car seat 
Whereas so all important. the other ones, yeah, all the other ones, the dogs would just be ejected out the windshield. It just oh, horrific. gosh, that's yeah. just so terrifying. I, I mean, it's really upset. The thing that upsets me the most about that, I think, is the fact that you have these parents. And Angie, I know in emergency, I've seen this, you've seen this, where people think they're doing the right thing. They're like, but yeah. I did this. They're like yeah. looking at you like... But I had him in a seatbelt. And you're yeah. like, I hear you, but I'm sorry your dog's neck got broken. Like, what right. do I even say to you, you know? So when you have these clients, it's really hard when you have somebody who just, like, took no precautions and you kind of just shake your head. But when you have these people who are like, I did everything right that I knew to do. I had no idea I'm when I bought a product that yeah. said safety harness. It could actually kill my dog and they might potentially be better off having nothing at all on them. So I think that's the part that's upsetting and the importance of this conversation today and like and the products that you have. Um, so talk to me just a little bit about how the harness works in the car situation because you have a couple different styles. How does that just kind of explain to people how they are, how easy to use and how pets accept them? Because I think for me, the first thing was how will my pet react to to a, a seatbelt? Yeah, so we have two models. We have the Clickit Sport and the Clickit Terrain. The Clickit Sport is a lightweight um, version, um, more for the active dogs that like to run around, that they want to use it as a walking harness as well. Um, works out really well that way. And then the Terrain um, has the extra, um, we call it, what do we call it? These safety sleeves that go over the, um, the webbing. And also, we have D-rings that you can attach a backpack onto it for the dogs that want to, yeah, carry a little load and we want to go hiking. Uh, it's a, so the terrain's a little bit heavier, sport's a little bit lighter weight. Um, but safety-wise, they're um, based on the same um, principle we call the Infinity Loop. And Infinity Loop is a loop system where the car seatbelt loops through and buckles in. So when there is an impact, all the force uh, is transmitted through the infinity loop system and the the broad uh, vest on the front of the chest will help dissipate a lot of the force hmm. as the pet, the dog is going forward. Um, so safety-wise, they're both um, excellent in safety. Uh, we receive five-star crash test um, crash test ratings on the, the center for pet safety certification and um yeah we, so we certify all of our harnesses and carriers with the center for pet safety and um, we think that's a good idea to have a third party test it so yeah. we we have our own test it pass our test and then we submit it to the center for pet safety to let them do their test because their dogs are different their crash test dogs are different than ours and so it's interesting to see how um, it reacts using their setup compared to ours. And, uh, but we think certification is a really good idea. Um, it's just like for um, baby seats. You want to make mm -hmm. sure that the mm -hmm. baby seat is certified. It's going to yeah. pass the yeah, third-party test. So I think just like baby seats or maybe like parachutes, you probably want that <laughs> yeah. to be certified. Yeah. <laughs> so, you don't yeah. want to be buying yeah. your parachutes off like Wish, you know? Like, yes. yeah, you're, going, you're going to the professionals for that. Yes, because you don't. Because the only time you know if it's going to work if is if you 
needed to work in an accident, yep. right? So yep. which is when you don't so, want to know it yes. doesn't work. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So that's why we do all the work, um, you know, testing because you don't want to find out when you actually need it to save your life. So right, right. And I just wanted to say too, I know that like people are probably going to go to your website and check out, you know, all the products. And I think that when I was showing some people at work yesterday after the sleepy pod came into the ER, you know, they were like, oh my God, this is kind of like expensive for a carrier. You know what I mean? Like you guys are at a higher price point, I think, than Mm -hmm. like obviously a Sherpa carrier or like the old style, you know, airline crates and things like that, that people are currently using. And I think that like the important thing is to remember is you're paying for all of the stuff you just talked about for like the last Mm -hmm. half hour, right? Like you're the, your five-star ratings, your, your research, um, you're basically paying for a product where you don't have to worry. Is it, gonna work when I need it to right so I think that all these you know um you know frou-frou-y looking you know we we are humans right we're we're beasts of aesthetics so we're gonna go through something that looks cute that's our favorite color um and I think that it's just so much more important for us to start focusing on uh testing right because if it's not needed you guys are a company that could have just put garbage out there like every other company uh you didn't have to test these products like you said there's no regulation but uh sleepy pod did their due diligence on behalf of like you being one of them right you're like a pet owner who wants to keep their pets safe while they're doing what they love as a family so i think that you know just remember those things in the price point when you're looking at sleepy pod products that it's so important to pay for quality and pay for research and pay for a product that you know you can spend a hundred dollars on another carrier and it could break apart in a heartbeat uh in a in a car crash and you could be devastated and then you have a hundred dollars worth of broken junk and also uh, a deceased pet so i just mm. wanted to throw that out there that it that this is what sets you guys apart and this is the stuff that people are paying for i think when um we see the difference in cost for a sleepy pod versus like a walmart or you know what i mean like a box store carrier um that we could just purchase for 40 50 bucks yes and also the materials that we choose to use in our products they're um the highest quality materials that um, we can find in the marketplace so we have customers that have been using their sleepy pod for over 10 years, right. believe it or not. It's just amazing. They come back to us and say, oh, I'm still using the first one. I'm, <laughs> I'm buying a second one because I'm getting another pet. Like, wow, we didn't expect the ca- carriers to be used for such a long time. Yeah. But uh, we, we do, um, I guess being designers, we just want to choose the materials that we like ourselves first sure yeah (laughs) Yeah. rather rather than thinking about oh what's the price point right so we we rather just choose something that we really like ourselves yes sure and And i uh, and from someone like me i've seen a bunch of them and actually we had one i years ago we had uh one left by a client unfortunately you know they were putting down like their their cat or something and they they donated a sleepy pod like the airline one yo i was all over that i was like get away from this carrier i am taking this carrier and i actually had to use it the reason why i was so keen on getting it not because it was like the sexiest carrier i'd ever seen but But i was was. actually traveling i do a lot of international 
and yeah. National Rescue. So I'm almost always toting along some decrepit little pup or dog from the streets of where I'm working back to like a better home or wherever. So I actually got the chance to fly with the Sleepy Pod uh, three or four times. And I'm telling you, it's like the difference was amazing, right? I've used those little carriers that, you know, you buy at wherever and the comfort that I experienced carrying, you know, anywhere from like a kitten to a 25 pound little like, you know, mutt puppy going through airport security, carrying those, that sleepy pot around the air pot around and all that. It was so much more comfortable than any other carrier that I had used for, for air travel. Uh, and everyone who saw it wanted to know what it was, you know? And I think that that's like such a cool thing. And I just use it as a way now to like educate people that come in like, Oh, Hey, you should, I'm like a salesperson for you guys on 110%. (laughs) I'm like, you know, have you seen one of these buckled into a car? Like just the image of that circular carrier just makes me think like, dang, that looks so safe. Like I want to ride in that thing. So from someone who's used it personally, I'd say it's worth twice the money uh, you guys are charging for them. So just don't look at, you know, just Pay, pay the pay the man his money and get yourself a carrier <laughs> is what I'm trying to say. It's good. That's Andy's testimonial. It. Yeah, <laughs> that is my unpaid sponsorship. Because like I I didn't know like what you guys were about on the safety level. I just thought your carriers were like beautiful, well made, and super comfortable to carry. And the dogs were like always asleep for the whole flight instead of like up fidgeting. Uh, you know, I, I Stuart like the flight attendant started telling me, "Boy, you have the best behaved." dogs and then i knew i was on to something because that was a complete yeah. and total difference from the dog from when you know from when i was taking them in these kind of like uncomfortable carriers they said we didn't even know you you know people started to say we didn't know you were even traveling with a pet it slept the whole time yeah. this is amazing so just that like knowing that there's a product out there that is comfortable and appeals to you know my style and is like safety tested i'm i'm in it i'm in it to win it Take my money. <laughs> the biggest thing I find is the pets get hot. Whenever I've traveled with a pet carrier, especially mm. on a plane, mm-hmm. they just get hot really quickly. There just doesn't seem to be great ventilation in there no matter what they do. So that's the biggest difference I've seen. And, you know, Angie, to your point, they are adorable. They come yeah. in all these amazing colors. And, Michael, to your point, they are really, really high-quality products, um, especially your leash and collar line. I mean, I'm not, I mean, they're all Ooh, really, really I was great looking products. at that last night and I had to put my credit card in a frozen bowl of water just to keep me from buying everything. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, I know this sounds really promotional. Like we, we want to be talking about pet safety, but um, it's so important. quality it's matters, so important. you know? Yeah. And I guess it's funny because I think this is probably the reaction you get from a lot of people, right? Like, then, I'll, how often do people gush at you about your own product <laughs> to tell you how great it is because they've had this experience? Yeah, I think also because um, the company's owned by designers, so we see things in a different from different perspective, and naturally, we want things to look amazing, to feel amazing, and I'm really glad that. Um, you two really appreciate those <laughs> details that we put into the products. But like for the, the leashes that you mentioned, so it looks great, but also we put safety in there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because we, when we were researching um, leashes out there, we found that a lot of large dog owners, they would um, 
use the leashes that they would buy. And if the dogs are pulling hard in one direction and the owner's trying to stop them, you know, those leashes would break. Yeah, and that's sure. very dangerous. They can run into, you know, into the street, into traffic. So yeah. we took time to develop um, the webbing that we use and also the hooks. So we custom yes. designed the hooks. So they're the, they're the strongest um, leashes you can find in the industry. So we, we want to make sure yeah, they're big, the big dogs will be safe as well when you're walking them. They won't just break away. And I love the dual handles. It's like it, there should never be another leash made in the world without a dual handle. Agreed. Um, <laughs> you know, they're everything about them is really um, and, and the and the collars. Is, um, I love that you make martingale as well. I as, love as the martingales. Love them. Yeah, they're my favorite um, type oh. of collars. Do we get to peek behind the curtain and ask what's next? <gasps> I, can, is there anything? In the in the creators, uh, what's next? Lab how much money? Right how now? much money do I need to be putting aside every week? What's what's coming? What's yeah. coming down the tube? Tell me now. <laughs> we're we always working. We're, we're, we're always working on something, but um, we are working on well for the Martingale uh, harnesses. Have you guys seen those Martingale harnesses? What? Yes. Yes. I need so, them. so we can talk a little about that first. So. The Martingale harnesses, they're really cool because um, I noticed that a lot of the harnesses out there, when the dogs or cats pull, especially if they back out of it, mm. like they turn around, they can yes. get out of it, and that's not Always. safe. So we designed it so that um, it has a Martingale feature on the harness itself. So if they pull, then it tightens down on them, so oh, it'll be so harder smart. to get out. And also at the same time, it trains them to not pull. So mm-hmm. if they they feel that hugging, then they realize, oh, okay, I shouldn't be pulling. So we have that for dogs and cats. And um, another version that we're working on, it's for um, the sight, sight hounds. So we know Ooh, that a yeah, lot Yeah, the long-necked yeah. <laughs> little Yeah, headed. because yeah. We, oh. we hear a, a lot of um, requests for um, products for sight hounds because they seem like they don't have a lot of products because their yeah. body type is so unique. That, yeah, yeah. Um, so we yeah, are even like a harness. Um, like my God, it must be so hard to find a deep chested, narrow. I mean, they're like so thin, but so like deep in the chest. Like I, mm-hmm. it would, sounds like a nightmare to even create something. Yeah, I never would have like thought about that. A what a greyhound or an Afghan, and they always mm-hmm. have to have like those. They're always wearing those really thick like special collars that are like four inches wide and they're never in like a small collar they always look bizarrely f- uh, like fitted to me so mm, yeah, way yeah. to go on that Smart. you got your work yeah. cut out for you for sure but i think <laughs> the, the martingale uh, harness works especially well for cats we hear yeah. so um, oh. a lot of people that okay yeah some cats they might be skittish when you start sure. to uh, introduce them to walk outside but um, we hear a lot of um, great feedback from our customers saying that they um, have used our Martingale harness and it works out really well. Ooh, well, and let me add to that, skittish and also arrogant, like my cat who gets to walk <laughs> in the backyard, who doesn't want to do what I want to do. And mm-hmm. he learned, like, I can back out of this and then I'll just go do what I want. 
It should be <laughs> solid Chasing across like the yard maniac, before she yeah. realizes it. I'm like dragging an empty leash behind me, and I think <laughs> I just have a really well behaved cat, and it's just an empty leash. That jerk is up a tree really somewhere. Going so well. Yep, yep, yep. Okay, and he's like, bye, house. mom. Um, but he's got the harness now, and you know, he really does like to go out for walks, and there's this whole new. Um, world of adventure cats i'm sure you know you know yeah. all about them and you gibson. know these, like it's like you said yeah gibson who we had on <laughs> on the show there's so many cats out there who are like getting out and about and these quality safe products are are essential like they it's it's a it, it's a matter of life and death so yeah. it's nice that they look good it's great that it's quality products um it's great that it's made you know here and, and we're supporting you guys as a business but i mean at the end of the day, like this is these are this is life or death when it comes to a lot of these products. So, what you're doing is super important. Yeah, and when we hear feedback from our customers, that's like the best reward. We hear that, it, you know, save their pet or their pet enjoys going out. They're they're not anxious anymore. We hear vets um, telling us they see cats that are usually really anxious or scared go visit them and all of a sudden it's like wait is this the same cat because he's so calm and he's so happy so we're chilling in their sleepy pod yeah (laughs) i love it well we want to see your cats in the sleepy pod we want to see your pet restraint systems you guys uh send us pictures of your pets in their harnesses um i'm gonna i can put some up of mine because i have most of your product because okay. <laughs> i'm a huge fan so you guys you can find us on facebook and instagram and we'll send you all the links in the um show notes but michael where can they find more about sleepy pods yes please visit sleepypod.com Easy it's enough. a beautiful website also Beautiful dogs. If you just want to go look at good-looking dogs and cats, too, by the way, their their catalog's full of them. So mm-hmm. it's it's just a win all the way around. Don't forget to like, listen, subscribe, and leave us a review on your favorite podcast platform. And then go buy a bunch of Sleepy Pod stuff. All the Sleepy Pods. And go go tell Ryan. You hope he feels better and comes back yeah. soon. Send Ryan a sleepy love. pod. He needs a sleepy pod to live in for himself. <laughs> He's a human-sized sleepy pod. Bye. Bye.